Hello and welcome to Tracks, I'm Tim. And I am Harry. And this is episode number 73 of Brighton's premier music podcast. And I'll tell you what listeners, this is the one that Harry has been waiting for. Would you like to tell everyone what is coming up? Yes. So, over many years, or just the year that the podcast has been going, I've been saying, Tim, we need to do a FIFA episode. Yes, songs from the soundtracks of FIFA from years gone to current years. Yes, and don't worry, listeners, it's not as nerdy as it sounds. We're not big gamer guys. We're cool indie music people. (laughs) (laughs) We just happen to be doing a game soundtrack episode. It's a load of fun, though, I promise you. Whether you like PlayStation and Xbox games or not... (laughs) Honestly, you will enjoy it. It's all about the music. We're all about those jams. Yes, and I cannot wait to get into that first tune. Nor can I. It's going to be a big, big kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> so with us feeling incredibly pleased with ourselves for making the most simple of puns, <laughs> uh, we're going to get straight into the episode. Do a football-related flipside joke, Harry. Now, so when you put the disc in <laughs> and it's the wrong way, so you'll get no game. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You're gonna put it on the flip, flip side. <laughs> See you there. Shall we begin? Let's begin now. You alright, mate? Hi. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> Uh, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. I never know how to answer to you, right, mate? No. So, it's one of those like slightly it, confusing... Yeah. Uh, I was right, wasn't I, I guess? But it just doesn't quite sound right. Yeah. Right? Because in England, you're right. doesn't really mean, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, it's like... Um, <laughs> it just means that, right? Well, I have a friend who says, uh, what are you saying? Yeah. And I never know whether to answer <laughs> what I'm saying or like... Do I say that? Like, well, really... I was just telling this guy the other day. <laughs> not really saying anything. <laughs> Such a confusing greeting for me. Yeah, and it's something I really don't get very often. But if somebody says Wagwan, I'm always going to go, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Nothing is guaning. <laughs> guaning, nothing. I'm guan. Are you guaning? Yeah. Yeah. No, I. It, all greetings, really. Handshakes, hugs, words. Yeah, I'm bad at them all. Yeah. Just just don't meet me. Or if you do, just be as awkward as I am. And we'll Absolutely. make a joke out of it. I hate going in for handshakes. Just because I'm always ready to go in for a firm, normal human handshake. And somebody always has their hand like this. Like in a diagonal... I'm just trying to tell people who can't see me. Yeah. Kind of like a diagonal, you know, upwards Up, diagonal. Like a... Yeah, going it's like, like a slap. And then you thing. go for a normal thing and you... Ah, it's just... But then when you get the one which is at that right angle, which is a bit of a slap, does that then mean that you have to do a hug afterwards? Yeah. Because sometimes that comes with it. I do that. Yeah, but then sometimes it doesn't, and then you just sort of have lent into someone a little bit too much. I did one this... Uh, so on Sunday, I went to this wedding. I was kind of bar staff for the wedding. It was family friends, but, you know, doing favours. <laughs> um, no resentment there at all. <laughs> and... Kind of the bride who, you know, we're friends, family friends with, I, I know her very well. But she kind of came here, said, oh, congratulations, went in for like a kiss on the cheek. And then you usually go for another one. 
and we ended up just kind of doing the one and then taking a step back and then going back in for oh, another no. hug. And it's just like, yeah, you know, it's not awkward because, you know, it's just my mum's friend. But um, I would still feel awkward. I'd I mean, I didn't feel fantastic, but <laughs> no, if that was somebody else, maybe somebody, yeah, just somebody else, I think I would be still dwelling on yeah, that one. I would dwell on everything. Yeah, exactly. I do the, I just do the Simon Amstel approach of commenting on how awkward it is. Is this what we do? Yeah. yeah. That, that'll work. <laughs> but that's a very, I'm, I mean, I usually do that in nearly everything I do. Yeah. Just to make people aware that if I'm being weird, <laughs> I know it. <laughs> is this how we do a podcast? <laughs> Maybe. We don't know. It's how we do a podcast. Yeah. If no one else. Um, but have you had a good, I was going to say week, but it hasn't been a week. <laughs> we were last in this fair studio recording a lovely episode just, what, two days ago? Two days ago, yeah. You had a good two days. <laughs> it's, I, yeah, it's been okay. It's been a busy Sunday and then a very, very busy Monday. And now I'm here podcasting in between those two busy days. Nice. So, busy, busy, busy. You're yeah. a busy bee. Yeah. I yeah. think the only relaxing time I've had is doing the podcast. And that sometimes isn't the most relaxing thing. No. Only when you're... Being in my company is always the most <laughs> relaxing thing. I think like, what, last Saturday we, we got together at about two o'clock, kind of left at nine. So the kind of yeah. the whole period before there, lovely. Nice little chat, your lunch, have a drink, lovely yeah. jubbly. And then you get down to the nitty gritty potty. Yeah. It's a bit, <laughs> you know, I just want to be in bed sometimes. Yeah. So. But yeah, how was your weekend? Uh, it was chill too. I was, I was like really... Um, I was quite proud of myself. As you know, when we departed each other on Saturday night, I was, uh, there were people get, trying to get me to go out, but I got home, dropped my stuff off and thought, do you know what? Mm. No, I'm going to have some me time. Is it because it was pissing down with rain? No, because you know as well as I do that that wouldn't often stop me. I, mean, it was, no, I just thought, I, will. I, want some, I want some Tim time. So I got my little fluffy socks on, got in me little PJs and just... Just settled in for a nice Saturday night, and I had a lovely time. Good. It was really nice. Um, Sunday, again, pretty chilled. Some family were down from Yorkshire, saw them, which was nice. Yeah, and then work. And then we've landed here <laughs> once more for everyone's favourite bit of the week. The podcast. Yeah. So you're through the looking glass at this stage, listeners. You know that this next bit we're going to do is a little bit... Flawed, but we're going to do it anyway. Musical highlight of the week slash two days. Do you have one, Harry? I do have one, actually, Tim. Um, I, I mean, I always, regardless of whether there was a lot of things coming out or not many, I struggle with this bit because either there's been so many new things that you can't quite pick one or you just haven't yeah. had any time to listen. I mean, we are music fans, you know, you listen to music all day, every day. I do. I work with it. It's hard not to get, like, to be listening to music, but sometimes it doesn't go in, and you end up getting to the week down, and you're just like, I don't know. I yeah. haven't thought it about it. can all blur into and one. And often weeks bit. later, you think, oh, I missed this. Why didn't I talk about it then? Um, which is a little bit like what I'm doing now, but there is <laughs> a new a new release from this guy. Um, so I'm talking 10 tons. Somebody that I've kind of mentioned on the podcast before a couple of times just you know fleeting fleeting comments every now and then is that a thing people say yeah some 
<laughs> one of them has said that at least you're once. a person absolutely um so his new release cracks between um is very nice so 10 tons is a very kind of new artist on the block i believe he is the brother of that guy who sings really deep um what's deep. his name um, yeah, George Ezra. He's the brother of George Ezra. Oh, okay, he's the little brother. I did not know that. Yeah, very talented family. Mm. Um, kind of, you know, different vocal. I mean, obviously, not going to get both the same. I believe as well. George kind of did that on purpose. Kind of like trained himself to, to teach. Oh, oh. I don't even know. He trained himself. I, I, I you. Thing is, like. Be a bit different. This sounds like I'm going to slag him off, but I actually think George Ezra's quite good. Is a, yeah, I do. A bit of like, um, a bit of again, we don't like it, but a guilty pleasure. Like I quite yeah. like his stuff. But well, he's in the middle somewhere, isn't he? Yeah. Just kind of popular music and kind of yeah, I quite like him. Stuff. But I do also feel like virtually anyone sounds like they can sing quite well if they put on a deep voice. It's like it's a go-to. It's like anyone can. Some songs you hear people sing like at karaoke or whatever, and it's awful. But if people do like uh, Frank Sinatra, New York, like anyone can kind of do it. Start spreading the news. Actually, yeah, it's true because you know, admittedly, and you would admit this too, you're not the greatest singer. I'm a terrible singer, but that was very nice. Yeah, exactly. you, you hit the right notes. <laughs> That's what I mean. I think anyone can hit the low ones. It's the high ones that are the problem. Yeah, I mean, he has got a decent register as well, but. Oh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, like yeah, I, say, I, know, I am a fan. I think he's off. good. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, he's he's picked that and thought this is gonna get me views. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna bring in the YouTube cash. Uh, he's not a YouTuber. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is the younger brother, and interestingly, his I think it was his second EP, uh, "Born to Lose," was produced by none other than former Maccabee Hugo White. White. One of the brothers. One of the One of the white brothers, or one of the three white brothers. Say white, white way. (laughs) Why did you hold your nose? (laughs) It just happened to be rubbing my nose at the same time I was doing the Hot Rod reference. (laughs) You always talk about Hot Rod. Huh? You always talk about Hot Rod. It's like the only film I've seen. I know, I was going to (laughs) say, of all the films you've seen, but Hot Rod's up there. It's stuck with me, it's a funny film. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, we've got this Born to Lose... And it is a lovely number. I think I might have played uh, a song every now and then. I think uh, Silver Heat is a really good song. His previous EP, Lucy, really good. Lucy is the kind oh. of... <laughs> hmm? Hmm? Oh, oh. Lucy is the song that I think people are going to know him from. N- know him from? Yeah. Um, so if you don't know him, go and check out Lucy first. See if you uh, recognise him. <laughs> and then go and listen to Cracks Between because it's a similar kind of thing. I'm, I think, knowing about the whole link to uh, a former Maccabee, you straight away assume is there going to be some kind of hint in there of that music or is sure. his style going to leak in there somewhere? I don't think it necessarily does. It sounds more like a polished early Maccabees. But, I mean, it... <laughs> You said it doesn't leak no, in. No, it, no, it doesn't. I mean, if I were to say it was anything right. of them, then it would be like a polished kind of version of that heavier stuff. Yeah. Because he does get quite kind of 
indie rocky kind of thing. Sure. I'm just trying to think of who I might be able to compare him to, but I don't really know. He's kind of one and one and one on his own. <laughs> That's not a thing. Either. <laughs> um, I'm going to play this song for you. Um, and you're going to tell me what you think about it. I will do that. Right. I can and will do that for you, Harry. Thank you for that, Tim. Uh, so, yeah, this is Cracks Between by Ten Tons. Loose change that I don't have And all the little things that make you mad Yes, it's mountains out of molecules again Yes, it's mountains out of molecules to the That was that. That was the song I'm talking about, Tim. Thoughts? Well, first comment would be, if you hadn't uh, already told us the name of the song, I would think he was singing Could Put Craig's Between. That is very much... Craig's Between. Yeah. Yeah, He's finding his own vocal thing as well, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, instrumentally, I liked it. Vocally, it was was very the kooks for me. I was going to say, is it... Does it sound a bit dated to you? A little bit, yeah. Um, I mean, and dated, meaning 10 years ago. But. Meaning the kooks. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't dislike it, but I did feel like I kind of heard that before a little bit. Yeah. Well, listen to Lucy, because that's very nice. Yeah. Um, but, like I say, no criticism, and I think George Ezra's really young, so if that's his little brother, very, very young, mm. is all I can assume. He's been doing things a little, little bit. I think he... he it's done a few like little acoustic things on like you know those YouTube channels that do those faded looking YouTube acoustic songs like Burberry sessions and stuff like that. And oh, nice! Very nice. On soft there. focus. Yeah. The Low soft light. Focus. It became the thing, didn't it? Yeah. Watch, listen, tell. I think were the first people I used to get all my music from them. Yeah. So yeah, check him out. Nice. <laughs> cool. Right, Tim. Um. You know what it means. When I don't know what I'm saying anymore, that means you come in. Okay, I'm coming in. So I'm also in. going... <laughs> don't never do that again. Don't never do that again. <laughs> don't do <you> never. <laughs> uh, so I'm also going for a very young, um, exciting, up-and-coming artist who people won't know a huge amount about, but is about to make a big splash in the music industry. He goes by the name of Stephen. Okay. Morrissey. Stephen Morrissey. Rings a bell, but maybe that's just because I saw him. Maybe we'll just just go for... (laughs) I did it wrong then. We'll just go for Morrissey. We'll go for Morrissey. Yeah, on his own. And he's just put out... He's he's only just made himself a Twitter account. Wow, he's he's really fresh to the new scene, isn't he? (laughs) Fresh to the new to the scene. Fresh to the new to the scene. Uh, Fresh to the new to the scene. Yeah, don't know. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, just made himself a Twitter account. Done three tweets so far, I believe. Yeah. Um, no, of course. Does he follow anyone? I don't think he does follow anyone. I no, think he, he follows literally no one. But okay. that sounds about right. Of course, we're not talking about a new artist. We're talking about the one and only Morrissey, uh, former lead singer of the Smiths, noted solo artist, all round indie legend. 
And he's back ahead of his album, Low in High School, which is due to come out in November. He has just put out the lead single, which is called Spent the Day in Bed. And I tell you what, we had a little listen to this earlier and you weren't too convinced, but not only am I absolutely in love with this song, but everyone else who I've discussed it with is properly, properly into it. It feels like quite a new direction for Morrissey. Basically, what I'm calling it as is... I will, I will not argue that. I'm calling it as Morrissey in Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Like, there's uh, keys in it, which... Uh, I can't really think of anything Morrissey's ever done with those kind of keys. And then there's this like, really nice like, wow, wow, wow guitar going through it. And then it comes into a chorus, which is very Moz. But then it goes back into the Unknown Mortal Orchestra stuff again. It's really fresh, really great. Lyrically, funny... Um, you know, biting and political as it always is. Even the uh, artwork for it, there's like a little kid outside Buckingham Palace with abolish the monarchy and a Mo- Morrissey t-shirt. Like it's, it's just proper Moz. Like everything that people like me who are just massive fans anyway love about the man. It's all here, and I think it's a really, really great tune. Um, I'm really excited. I. I think we've talked before about how sometimes it can be a little bit difficult to be a Morrissey fan, not only because you have to kind of consistently uh, defend his bizarre, often, you know, public antics and uh, statements about various things, but also because, again, I think I don't think it's too controversial to say that a lot of his most recent material hasn't been his best. Um, well, this is the thing I was going to say are you the fan that would just love it when he brings out a turd on a plate? But, I mean, I think in the past you've... To a certain extent. ...knocked music of his, or... Yeah, I will always... I will always listen to any album he puts out, and I will always... Try and understand it. ...try and find something that I really love in it. But there have definitely been times that that hasn't been the case, and there have been albums that I've really left behind and just thought, you know, I'm... I, I, this just isn't doing it for me. Um, it's weird because I'm just the way you're talking and my view on Morrissey, which isn't that strong. It's I like the Smiths, but I'm not too big on Morrissey. I don't know all that much about him, but that's nothing against him. It's just I just haven't done my research. But I kind of liken him too, and maybe just personally. <laughs> we say it all the time but I'm sorry to bring him up again but Kanye West because I always have to defend Kanye to people yeah. and I can feel I can almost feel exactly where you're going to come from as soon as I say but I don't get why he's doing this or why is he why is he you know the classic stuff about yeah. Morrissey that I will even try to defend because I know at least that there's more to him than people say because so many times I'll put on a Smith song or something oh it's depressing or and it's which like, is just oh, nonsense, God, anyway. just like, shut up yeah which is nonsense anyway, and you know we could go off in a long, long tangent about that stuff. But I think uh, the diff- I think you're right in that they they are very similar, similarly divisive figures, uh, public yes. figures. But I think uh, Morrissey kind of inspires such devotion because people feel so connected to him, in, often in very vulnerable times of their life, and almost owe him a debt of gratitude to the fact that he helped them to not feel so alienated and so sad or whatever it is because they felt there was someone else out there who understood them and a whole tribe of people who understood them in a vulnerable time in their life I think that's kind of where it comes from um, and yeah 
because of that kind of emotion that he stirs up in people, you do find yourself often defending things that defending the indefensible at times. You know, silly things that he has said in public, or silly things that he supposedly believes politically. Wherever we're gonna go, I'm not gonna go down that route. Um, all I'm gonna say is this is a really great tune, and it has made me so so excited for the new album. Um, and I'm excited for you guys at home to give this tune a listen. It's called Spent the Day in Bed by Morrison. To make you feel that your mind isn't your own I spent the day in bed It's a consolation when all my dreams Are perfectly legal in sheets for which I paid That was Moz with Spent the Day in Bed. Uh, any thoughts on that that you would like to add before we move on, Harry? Um, not necessarily. I think kind of what you say about um, what that song sounds like is true. It does kind of sound a little bit similar in some instrumentation. Um, it's going to be one that I'm going to have to listen to a bit. To, I'm taking it on face value, and I think on face value it doesn't really stand out. I was like, oh, this is good. But you have to get or take into consideration the context of who he is, what his songs are like, what this is like, yeah. to really kind of appreciate it. So, yeah. And sometimes, if you really want something to be good, it more immediately will be good for you. Like mm. when I saw that he put a new song out, I just wanted it to be good so much that when I listened to it and I liked it. Well, I, I like that like, you're taking a new yes. direction. I like that it sounds different. Yeah. But then it's got that very Morrissey thing within his lyrics and his vocal. Yeah. So it's, it's like a different song, but it's like almost like he's featuring on somebody else's song. Yeah, it does feel like that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Who am I? Who am I? Yeah. Cool. Nice one. That brings to close the bit you all know what it's called. <laughs> the highlight of the oh, week. Wee. <laughs> I thought that was horrible. <laughs> it was meant to be. <laughs> So this week, listeners, signals Harry's absolute <laughs> favourite day of the year. It's hey. not his birthday. It's not Christmas. It's not even Easter. It's... Do you want to tell them? I do. And funny enough, for some people, including me, release day of this is the release day for said thing. <laughs> that makes no It does sense. make sense. It does exactly make sense. So I've been meaning to do this episode for pretty much since we started the podcast. Yep. So, nationwide, worldwide, this week, FIFA comes out. Okay, so for the uninitiated, can you tell us what FIFA is? FIFA is a sports slash football simulation game that has been going for... Or soccer that has been going for many a year that has spanned pretty much our whole life mm-hmm. every single year 
and don't you're kind of making it sound like I'm the only interested one here. You've had FIFA the same amount of years as me. I think slightly less because I dipped out and was a pro Evo guy for maybe three years. So was I for a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you always had both the okay. whole way through. All the way through, but sometimes I go through. Now, <laughs> do not switch off if you're not a football fan, because we're not gonna we're gonna try very very hard not to talk about football. FIFA soundtracks have been a thing since FIFA began. Yeah, it's like one of the the kind of key components of what uh, makes FIFA brilliant. You every year, obviously, as football fans and as gamers. Um, you know, we get excited to play a new game, but you also get delivered essentially what forty, fifty new songs, something like that. Yeah. By generally by kind of unknown artists, you'll get some well-known people. Morrissey, <laughs> shut <laughs> up. But like Kasabian, um, who else has been big? Alt J, Gorillas, Gorillas, Foles. Uh, yeah, you, you know, you do get big names on there, but generally you also get a load of like random music. Mm-hmm. Um, that you don't know at the time. What's always interesting is like over the year between the versions before the next one comes out, uh, you'll hear the songs that you've heard on FIFA back in September popping up around and you're always just like, FIFA song? Yeah, FIFA song. And have you been in the position where you're out and someone is either humming along or listening to a song from FIFA or you are and someone said, FIFA song. You're like, yep. Yeah. yeah. There's the knowing look. I've literally been humming a song and someone said, that's from FIFA. I'm like, there it is. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Yeah, exactly. And it's amazing. Like, just today, me and Tim have been going through many a FIFA playlist. Nearly and... 600 songs I went through. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're looking from 1998 uh, onwards to current day. But we were playing some songs and I was saying to Tim, I know this song. And it's because I've been playing a FIFA demo for about four days and I know the song off by heart. Yeah. These songs get ingrained in your brain. They just sit there and you'll never think of them and then it, you'll hear it and you'll sing along to it word for word, because, beat for beat. Because I was thinking about this earlier and do you know what I think it is? You know how like um, you there's those like hypnosis tapes that you like, play when you're asleep and it's when you're in like your yes. most calm, relaxed state is when you're most receptive to uh, information or suggestion or whatever it is. Of course. I think because when you're sat at home in your pants playing a bit of FIFA, you are in the most zen headspace you could ever possibly be in. But these things just squidge into your spongy little brain and they will just never go. They go in some like really deep recess and they're there forever. Forever. Ever. I mean, we've been playing stuff from right back in the day. And safe to say, we remember a large majority of it. Yeah. So, what you're going to get this week, listeners, is along with uh, the inevitable occasional FIFA anecdotes, you're going to get a load of good songs by people you probably might not know. Like random, good, old and new songs. Or classics that you didn't know were in FIFA, maybe. Yeah. Either way... It's not a football episode, it's still a music episode. We are still Brian's premier music podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And Harry, I would like you to take us away with choice number one. So pick number one is possibly, especially for FIFA fans, 
one of the most famous opening titles to a FIFA game with the most famous song arguably being on FIFA yes the song I would conquer right thank you the song <laughs> the Rockefeller Skank by none other than Fatboy Slim Brighton's very own Fatboy Slim Brighton's very own a uh, local hero <laughs> along with us local hero um, so this was back in the day I mean it's just like iconic isn't it yeah we've watched it haven't seen it in a long time and there's there's one thing that uh, listeners of the show might not care about football or whatever but they care about well you probably care about development and like the way things were back then compared to now and I tell you what looking at those screens of uh, how things looked and the fact that we were like wow oh it looked bad <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. Interestingly, was this the scratch and sniff? It was around that era because I remember there was like a Gran Turismo two, which also had a scratch and Did sniff, it? and it just smelled horribly like tires. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time so, you open the box, you just got a waft of it. Isn't yeah, it? I think FIFA ninety eight or ninety nine had a scratch and sniff. So you scratch the disc. I mean, it would wider. Like turf. We'll go wider than PlayStation things like scratch and sniff. Had a real moment in the sun in the late 90s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything had scratch and sniff on it. <laughs> you buy like a loaf of bread and you'd, they'd have a scratch and sniff panel on it. <laughs> so just snail the bread, mate. <laughs> snail? Snail the bread. <laughs> Word, say. So yeah, Rockefeller Skank... Um, easily one of the most famous FIFA songs ever hard to be beaten really in terms of a, a title opening thing something that doesn't really happen anymore I can't remember the last big like tune that was given to like the trailer or the, the opening video I don't even know if they have them yeah they do but they're usually big cinematic things now aren't they they're yeah, not really like zooming in and then you have to like press start and then it goes on to the <laughs> Yeah, that was the start slider. EA Sports to the game. Exactly. We're getting too nerdy. <laughs> too nerdy to. Uh, they don't even do that anymore, do they? No, it's gone. Is it? That's the best bit. Um, so we are going to take people all the way back to '99 by playing this tune and just think of that weird block-headed man triangle hands pointy feet that would pop a football (laughs) don't kick it (laughs) please don't kick anything Uh, yeah think of that weird pointy square man (laughs) running around (laughs) Uh, yeah so the Rockefeller Skank by Fatboy Slim So that was my pick. Tim, you obviously knew that one. I'm interested to know what you're going to pick first. Well, first of all, I'm going to say great. Great way to open it. That takes me way back to my like earliest days. There's like a... I'm fairly sure on that particular 
issue of the game. Issue? Yeah, is that the word? Um, there's like a home video from my house in York where my sister Louise is like going round sort of showing everyone like this is our kitchen and this is our garden and this is mum and then she comes into the living room and I'm like on the back of the sofa like playing FIFA and I'm like the back of the sofa like my like bum is on the, my bum is on the top of the back of the sofa and my feet are on where my your bum should be so I'm like properly like up right. and amped and I'm like look at this goal and I just scored from like miles away with like Beckham or something I don't know and she shows it and it is quite a good goal it like loops in over the keeper but I have got no interest in what she's doing I'm just like I'm in but like it's funny that um, it's just something that's been so uh, so much there throughout my whole life and all these different moments my mum always says that um, she thinks it's ridiculous that any kind of big moment in my life I define it by football yeah which is true like I can tell you I can tell you what York or Man United were doing the, whenever something big happened to me yeah. more than I can actually tell you who was there or what actually <laughs> happened because <laughs> I have more interest in those things um, but I think FIFA is a little bit like that too it totally is so my first pick I'm gonna go for something which I'm sure you will agree is a real FIFA thing which obviously because it's a worldwide game you get a lot of international music um, and music with lyrics that you have absolutely no idea what they mean but you still find yourself singing along to them yeah. and you're not even sure you're making the right noises we can all agree on that we're but, getting them perfect as well yeah but like Am I saying the right words? Does this mean anything? Am I just shouting? I have no idea. But when I was going through uh, the long list of every song that's ever been on FIFA earlier, this was a song that I hit on. And as soon as it got to the chorus, I just started shouting noises again. So like, I felt like I just had to play it and see if it had the same effect on you. Okay. So let's go with it. So the song is from FIFA 08, so not too far in the distant past. Although, as I say that, I realise that's nearly a decade. Yeah, ago. it's quite a while <laughs> ago. It feels actually. recent to me. <laughs> um, it's by a band called Wir sind Helden, and the song is called Endlich ein Gerd the Panic. Well, I'm not going to lie to you, listeners. That was an underwhelming reaction here in the studio. Harry did not remember that song. Yeah. Gutted. Sorry. We've started out on a damp squib. <laughs> I don't know. It's um, It really is hit and miss because, as we mentioned earlier, and off the pod, there are so many songs. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's... Sometimes you'll click one you never... You've never... You don't know the artwork for, you don't recognise the name, and you'll you'll know the song. Yeah. I could have sworn many of the songs I listened to on that playlist 
I've not heard from him in time. But just like this one, it's one that I probably did listen to, and it's ringing bells, but it's not one of the ones that stuck. Yeah. You don't have to humour me. It's no, fine. I'm not humouring you. I'm, I'm being serious. All right, I'm, I'm totally serious right now. But also, I think for the uninitiated who are still hanging around for whatever reason, it is also quite a typical FIFA song. Oh yeah, like down, like that kind of guitar, that kind of uh, other language vocal, um, just that whole vibe. Sometimes you hear a song it's like this isn't on FIFA, but this is a FIFA song. Oh yeah, big time. I've yeah. done that with recent songs like coming up to the release of a ge- of the game and you're like this one's going to be in FIFA yeah yeah and then it usually is yeah okay on to choice number two for you Harry choice number two for me okay so so pick number two is easily in my opinion from the best year of FIFA music that there ever may have been really yeah I'm just going to read you a list of the people that I'm not choosing first and you're going to be like Say what? Say what? So we've got LSF Kasabian, Red Morning Light, Kings of Leon, Jerk It Out, Caesars, Goldfrap with Train, we've got The Jam, Town Called Malice, Radiohead, Misomatosis, <laughs> Junior Senior, Rhythm Bandits, See, Stone I, Roses, I'm, Fool's Gold. I'm just going to say quickly here, that was one that hasn't quite made my cut. But what? we got a rock, 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 rock in the house. We got a beep, beep, beep. Yeah. What a tune. Absolutely great. And then we have uh, Lost Profits. So mm-hmm. things uh, get a bit weird at the end. But you can agree that that's a pretty That's a bummer, yeah. That's almost like an episode of Tracks. That is, I mean, it pretty much is. They just chose some really massive numbers. The fact that they've got like Stone Roses and stuff on there. and I never know how I feel about the old ones going in. I'm going to be honest. Really? Because there's one with um, uh, Blue Monday on. Yeah, exactly. I don't. That was that was in the playlist, and I can't really remember it being on one. But I never really like it. I always skip. I didn't really, really? like a Town Called Manus being in there either. I don't remember a Town Called Manus being in there. I did. I remember like um, actually, I probably remember Radiohead. I'm not sure, but things like Stone Roses. Um, I remember Casablanca was a big one, although it wasn't an old yeah. one at the time, was it? No. Um, anyway doesn't really happen now um but the song i'm going for and a song that i'm just going to play and then we'll come back from because you'll know it of course um because i mean it's a decent sized band anyway but uh i just want to get your reaction and i hope this one works okay (laughs) So we're back, Tim. You obviously remember that. Of course, I remember that. Of course. Uh, I think we're both. We we can both be honest and say at the time didn't know it's Dandy Warhol's. 
No, like no, I didn't and until right this moment. I didn't know it was Andy Warhol's, and obviously yeah. know a number of their songs, and I've watched documentaries about them and everything. Like <laughs> it's a band I genuinely like, but that song has somehow passed me by. Well, I'd be interested because I don't know much about them at all. Be interested to know if that's one of their famous songs or not. I don't think it's a big hit. yeah, because that's what I mean. FIFA, we're talking about FIFA right now. <laughs> FIFA used to do that this thing where it, it would just it wouldn't pick the big songs from albums. It would pick a song from an album that they thought was the most fifery. Yeah. So it often wouldn't be the big ones apart from when they go back yeah. and pick, you know. Which is again why it's a really cool place to go and find tunes. Mm. Um, like the the Kings of Leon song in there. Was it Red Light? Hang on a second. It was uh, Red Morning Light. Such a good song, but yeah. I swear that isn't a big I don't think it was even a single. No. I mean it was from one of their best albums, so there was a lot of competition, but yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So that's your classic kind of FIFA indie tune, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, that kind of um, slightly electro, very upbeat, very kind of... Yeah, I think... Getting um, you pumped. One that we're not mentioning, but when I mentioned earlier, Caesars, check it out. That's a bit of a FIFA classic. That's one that... If anybody knows, it tends to be from FIFA, and if they think it's, even if they know it, it's probably from their brother or something playing FIFA. Yeah. Well, as you can see, or on, the, on the screen across from us, one of the few things that you can see because everything else is hidden. I made a little list of like what I think are like the quintessential FIFA bands. So, Passion Pit, CSS, The Temper Trap, Chromio, MGMT, LCD Sound System. It's yeah. that slightly electro-infused indie music yeah. that. Um, I think is just like absolute classic. Was Passion Pit Moth Swings? Yes. Yeah. It's that stuff that like for me that's what I always think and like Beck kind of comes into there at times. He had a really good one a while back. Yeah like two years ago. ago, The one we heard at Glastonbury as we were walking along. Yeah that was it. Of course. (laughs) And again that was one of those moments where we all just gave each other a knowing look. I don't know if anyone even said FIFA song. I I I think we did. We were just kind of walking. We didn't know it was Beck. We were just walking yeah. up the thing. We were like, it's a FIFA song. Because we heard yeah. it like four times over the festival, yeah. didn't we? And we were just like dancing along the back of the pyramid stage. <laughs> just like... Probably saying, we should do a FIFA episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beautiful moments. Nice. Um, so this means it's your second pick, Tim. Okay. Where are you going to take us? So next up is a FIFA 06 classic, which um, when we were kind of... We did our research separately for this episode, as we normally do, yep. and we came together, and I realised you would potentially put this in your top three too. It was on your shortlist. Shortlist, definitely. It's, again, just a massive tune, and when I was going through the playlist, what was funny about it was, I didn't recognise... Recognise? <laughs> I didn't mayonnaise all this. <laughs> I didn't recognise... <laughs> I didn't recognise... The band name, which is Teddy Bears, or the song name, which is Cobra Style. Same. Like, both really weird words that kind of just don't mean make any sense nothing, to me. allude to nothing. <laughs> um, but it's a great tune, and listeners at home, let this be a respite. I'm not going to talk too much about Fever, I'm going to talk about a great song, which is just really, it's just really fun, isn't it? Like, upbeat, just exciting music. Yeah. Um, have a little listen and see what you think. We press trigger, me no press people button. No bad chat, come face me with some. Like a 
me have 22 in and me something Then I feel so forget the next thousand fool Press trigger me no press people bun Nobody chat confuse me with something Like me have 22 in and me something Then I feel so forget the next thousand fool Anytime you ready for now we see start war See who does this for the top of the sky is the bomb, the bomb, the dang, the dang, the giddy 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 so there you have it. The sky is the bomb. Diggy, 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 diggy. I don't, again, I don't know I what the words are. I thought you were going are. into it. I was like, oh, no. No. That's what I, I don't even know if he says the sky is the bomb. The sky is the bomb. Diggy, bombie, dangy, dang, diggy, diggy. I'm sh- I swear that is it. I really love it. You just know you're in the menus. I love it. Like, Editing a team something and just going, I rule by the bum, diggy bum, be dangy dang, as you go down the list. Yeah. <laughs> just no idea what you're doing. But again, yeah. it's one of those songs that I've, I've said this before on the podcast, but it still always amuses me. Like, I used to work with a guy who was a rapper, Jamie Please, shout out. And he would, like, uh, come up with bars and he would come and tell me them, like, as he was coming up with them, like, what do you think of this? And I, ju- I still just love the idea with a song like that of him going up to his mates. Right? I've got like an idea for the chorus of this yeah. song, but I'm not really sure like if it's right or not. It goes, the sky is the bomb, did dang, did dang, just like, did dang, did dang, did dang, did dang, did dang, dang, dang. And then they're like, that is going to work. That's great. That goes really well. Yes. Write it down. Jovi's got it. Yeah. A beautiful scene. For a beautiful song. <laughs> it is really is great though, isn't it? Oh. Massive tune. Massive, massive jam. I was uh, I was skipping a lot of songs as I kinda of went up the playlist and this is one that just like you said, just click play, not expecting to recognise it at all. And it's like, oh hang on, I think this is one of the biggest tunes from the my whole childhood <laughs> from all time. <laughs> it's weird because like the Beatles never made a song better than this. <laughs> Do you know you uh, tub thumping was on FIFA? Yeah. Uh, do you know, know which that. one it was? Uh, that was back, way was back. Two thousand, I think maybe late nineties. I may think maybe ninety nine. Okay, interesting. Cool. So on to your third pick, Harry. On to my third pick. I'm um, going a little bit different to where I've been before. Sound like a good lyric, maybe. Yeah. Going somewhere different. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you were doing it I'm, to the I'm tune making of it bad. Cobra style. Going somewhere different, different, different. <laughs> Going somewhere different. Right, so my next one is something you probably couldn't spell. Sorry, not spell. Say. Out of order. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know I can't spell. Don't put me on blast for that. Um, so the song is... And I can pl- I can tell you because I don't think you're going to know it by the name, but it is also one of the classics that you just kind of sing along to randomly. So mm-hmm. the song is Soyo, the band Bomba Estero. Yeah, I think I know this. Estero from the album. I mean, I mean, Amenasa, Amenasa, Amenica. Wow. Something. <laughs> it's not all of those words. It's just the one. I mean, as if we wanted to make this episode any more unlistenable for a lot of people, <laughs> a minute, a minute, we're just going to start <laughs> trying to pronounce things that we have no idea what we're saying. Uh, anyway, the song is amazing. I'm just going to play it straight away. See if you recognise it first before we get into it. So, this is Soyo by Bomba Stereo. <laughs> Me 
cuando te pegas fuerte más profundo es el beat, sí. Sigo bailando y escribiendo mis letras, sigo cantando con las puertas abiertas, atravesando por todas estas tierras y no hay que viajar tanto para encontrar la respuesta. Hey. Hey, no te preocupes si no te aprueban, cuando te critiquen tú solo di. Soy yo. So that was Soy Yo by Bomba Estereo, something like that. And that was from FIFA 2016, which you mentioned that it's from an advert. An advert for something, yeah. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, yeah, because I forgot about that, actually. But I think that may be why it's so recognisable to me, because yeah. it's actually very recent. Um, but it's also a recent FIFA and a great tune. It is. It's a massive tune. And it's. I think it's, it's a perfect representation of that kind of music in FIFA, the yeah. kind of international, just... Popular music, yeah, like Sambri type stuff is yeah. what I kind of think of it as, like, yeah, tropical, tropical, exciting, sunny, and fun. <laughs> Couldn't say it any better myself. <laughs> Lovely. So that's that's that. That's my third and final pick, Tim. So we're gonna with my final pick. Obviously, so far I've gone two thousand eight, two thousand six. And the reason I wanted to pick this last song, I'm not sure it's really uh, going to um, connect with you quite as much as it does with me, because it's from 2000. So I was nine. How old were you then? Seven. So you you may know the song, you may not. Who knows? But um, when I was going through the old playlist of all the songs, uh, this was one that just kind of really took me back to just being like young really 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 young and like uh, kind of represented to me it sounds so silly to say but like <laughs> I really have spent too many hours to possibly comprehend playing FIFA and it they are happy memories like I've had a great old time playing a bit of FIFA and like this really yeah it just really took me back and I can remember I can remember the house we lived in at the time where I'd play and this song would be playing and I can remember, uh, you know, the kits that everyone had and the players who played for everyone and, like, the signings I made. I believe it was the season that I... Old Trafford, Man United Stadium, had just come on FIFA. Um, So I was super excited for that. So I had, like, this season as Man United. And I must have been playing on a ridiculously low level because I signed one Les Ferdinand to play up front for Man United and I think he must have scored 80 goals that year maybe 90 goals that year <laughs> like an insane amount of goals but I was just I was just living in my own little world and I like I don't know if I ever I don't know if I ever recounted this to you but what I used to do as a little boy with both FIFA and Football Manager which I was also a huge fan of but sadly doesn't have a soundtrack so we're never going to do a podcast episode about that no. um I would play a game and then after the game I would write down on a piece of paper the score the score line and who had scored the goals and then I would take that piece of paper outside into the garden and then I would like with me and my little football goal and a ball like recreate the goals and like commentate on it and I did this till I was like at least probably 12 13 like too old to still be doing that but like I loved it I had this like whole world in my head and I kind of then brought it out of the computer into real life I just like it 
this brings me on to the point of when you played FIFA, did you commentate on your own games? Always. And make like up it, the stories. Oh, and yeah. Like, and we've said it before, like, as we're still, we're grown adults now. But, like, I don't do any of that anymore. Honest. Honest, I don't. But, like, sometimes if, like, uh, we sign an unlikely player, <laughs> yeah. or, like, say, for example, um, I'm playing a home game, but I'm wearing my away kit. Like, I still kind of have to do that kind of internal commentary to justify why this has happened. <laughs> it's like, well, today, guys, uh, <laughs> there's been a kit clash. They've forgotten their kit on the bus, and we just had to... <laughs> I did it in the... De- this is, I did it recent, so recently that it was about two days ago. I was playing the demo, and I was playing... You picked up on this. I was playing at United versus Chelsea in Brazil. So I, mean, I had to. You sent to, me a video, and I was like, "Why are you in yeah. Boca Juniors?" And I had to say that the Premier League was travelling worldwide this year <laughs> to promote it. You had to say and, it out uh, loud into one of our podcasting microphones. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> John, what's happening to the uh, to the teams? I don't know. I'm really good at commentating when I'm doing it on my own. <laughs> yeah. I'm like a pro. Yeah. As a kid, that was like my one of my favourite pastimes. My mum still likes to talk about it now like I would play hallway football and like I would full on commentate every single inch of that game and I think it you know maybe you will have done it less because you had a brother so like you had someone to kind of Jack would get annoyed at me entertain those kind of <laughs> things with like you'd play maybe play football together or play FIFA together whereas I was I was just playing hallway football on my own and so I had to be I had to be a 22-man match and John Motson. He's crossing over. Giggs has picked it up on the yeah. left wing. He's cutting inside. He's passed over. And you just ran into the other side of the room yeah. to pick up the ball. But I remember like there being... We lived in a house in York where I was... <laughs> it was like... It was... It would be... So, actually, in hindsight, it would be so interesting to go back there now because like it seemed like it was a really massive house, but it probably wasn't. I was yeah. just a tiny person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I remember I would play football in the hallway... And the sort of the bottom of the stairs would be the goal. So I'd be like in full swing, shouting and pinging it about everywhere. And then like the ball would like hit the bottom step and go up to the top. And it would be dark upstairs. And I was just like terrified because I was like, upstairs in that house, really creepy as a little kid. How would the ball hit the bottom and jump up to the top? Like the edge, it would hit like the rim. And it right. would just, like, ping up. Because you just, like, leather it. Yeah, leather. just smacking it everywhere. I, 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 the amount of windows and stuff that I broke with footballs is not oh, yeah. okay. Um, but, yeah, as soon as, like, I would be in full swing, and then I'd be like, we've got a stoppage in the match. And <laughs> the then lights I'd, like, have come out. <laughs> and then I'd, like, creep upstairs, <laughs> all terrified and timid. <laughs> then I'd come back, like, we're restarting the game now. <laughs> So, and the game kicks off again. No, it's still traumatised. It's taking like five <laughs> minutes to warm up again. We, we've just been knocking it around in the middle of the park. like. Uh, talking about um, playing it like indoors and stuff, me and Jack, so we had this rugby ball that was about the size of, well, it's just a, a wonky tennis ball. <laughs> it was really small. And uh, we used to play rugby in our lounge on our, car- on not our carpet, but the rug. Now, we were big enough and old enough that so you, we both stand on each or, or go on our knees on each end of the rug 
and to get <laughs> to the to make a try, you had to get it to their side, and it would literally just be straightening your body out and just putting your arm out. It was that small, and we were too old to be doing it. Yeah. So we would just lunge and just try and score a try, and it was ridiculous, just slamming into each other. Yeah. The weird shit and places you decide to play when you're a kid. I mean, yeah. against a stare is... I don't know if it's sad or, or like... <laughs> you know, even when I was telling the story, I thought, is it sad? <laughs> was I lonely? <laughs> yeah. Was I, was I a lonely boy? No, because, Ooh. like... Oh. I, I, I think at the time, I couldn't have been happier. Like, yeah, because you were just was, playing in with your own imagination. That's just what... Yeah, it was, it was joyous. Yeah. I used to have to do the same because Jack didn't like... Jack only played sports. If I wanted to play army yeah. soldiers, I would have to do all that on my own. Come okay. up with all the stories because Jack would not yeah, play with me. I didn't like those games either. Not guns and things. Shut up, you saddo. No, I was just a bit soft. You've never been into anything but really... But football, really, have you? Music? In, no, no, <laughs> in terms of like playing as kids and stuff. Uh, no. No, I was like an exclusively sports guy. Yeah. Like, Tig. That was about as far as I went. Tig? Oh, you call it it down there. Oh. No, you don't call it tag? No, Tig. I <laughs> <laughs> right, said about grass and grass, but tag and Tig. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Tig. No, it's not. It's a different word. It would be spelled T I G. Oh, that's mental. Yeah. No, not really. Splash, do to splash him? <laughs> oh, yes, please. Once I finish kicking ball at snaps. Wow, alienate more of the listeners. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, no one's left at this point anyway. Um, <laughs> if you make your last Do I have another one to go? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember. I was teeing up, talking about my childhood. We're going back to FIFA 2000. We're playing Apollo 440, 440. I don't know how you say that one. With Stop the Rock. 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 Can't stop the Rock. Stop the Rock. So there you have it, that was Apollo 440 with Stop the Rock. Do you remember that song? I do remember it. Jam, right? Jam. <laughs> that was Jam. <laughs> Mama lad. That was from the same FIFA as the one you played earlier, right? No. No? no that was the only 2001 I played. That was way oh. back, way back in the days. So have you enjoyed this episode that you've waited for for so long, Harry? I have. The only reason why I haven't is because I'd love to just play so many more. You essentially wanted this to be a mixtape, didn't you? I thought that was the only way I could end up happy today. (laughs) Because there's like at least 12 to 39 to 70 more songs I could play. I'd be like, do you know this one? Do you remember this one? Well, this one. if you want to put a mixtape up on the feed, then I'm not going to stop you. Do you reckon I'll do that? I think you'll almost certainly do that now, I've given <laughs> you the green light. <laughs> okay, maybe. Maybe. 
Maybe. Well, keep an eye out, listeners, because Harry may be inundating you with all the FIFA songs ever very soon. The only thing is, I'm in Ireland all week, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't know when I'll be able to do well, it. Well, top of the morning to you. <laughs> thank you very much there. I don't um, know why I always go camp when I go Ireland. Oh, thank you very much there. <laughs> You're too kind. You so lovely I, boy. See how well that goes down over there. <laughs> yeah. Can I have... Magnus, is that Irish? Yeah. Yeah. Every time we talk to somebody on email, they're always talking about having a Guinness. We'll talk to you over a Guinness. Who are we? Me and people on email oh. at work. <laughs> it's <laughs> a thought, work thing, I should say. Oh, I thought you were talking to me about people that we, as a podcast, are emailing. No, and everyone's yeah. just, have a Guinness with us. <laughs> have a Guinness. And Tim's <laughs> like, I'm emailing? not privy to these emails. <laughs> Where's my Guinness? Your private account, Guinness <laughs> at trackshow.co.uk. No, but anyway... Um, right. What are we going to finish on, Tim? So we're going to finish on a song from this year's edition of FIFA, which I believe in their bizarre logic is FIFA 2018. Yes. Despite the fact that it's coming out in 2017. Yeah, always something that's baffled people. Exactly. Um, but do you have a song from the latest playlist that you would like to pick? Yeah. We're going to go with Mondo Cosmo Automatic. Just one that we like a little bit on this soundtrack so far. Yeah, I think it's great, too. Cool. Thanks for being here, Tim. You're very welcome, <laughs> Harry. I'm glad to have humoured you, finally. <laughs> Thanks only, for being with me, Tim. Only 18 months and, I believe, 91 releases later. Yeah. I did see that number. Yeah. It's kind of weird, right? Because we're... In terms of episode numbers, we're still way back in the early 70s, but in terms of releases, we're closing in on 100. I don't know when we'll to We'll have to have an internal celebration, won't we? I'm going to have an internal celebration <laughs> every time we release an episode. <laughs> yeah, true. My gut is just like... <laughs> <laughs> like the lobster from Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> I did eat Dr. Zoidberg. <laughs> He's just in there. <laughs> um... Nice. Yeah, well, thank you, listeners, for being here. You've already thanked me. I'm going to thank you, Harry. Nice (laughs) one. Um, Everyone enjoy FIFA. (laughs) See you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.